Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, you hockey fans. Are you ready to brave the wild with me, Paladino? Are you ready to talk some hockey? Well, I sure the heck am, as it is episode number one. And of course, hockey fans, we have not forgotten about you, as this is your Minnesota Wild connection, as it's time to call up your courage and brave the wild. Now, this is episode number one, the original episode of Brave the Wild, Today is Saturday, August 23rd, or at least what's left of it, but I digress. Now, we are available on thesportstuff.com. That's right, thesportstuff.com, and we have a message boards, and simply click on the button, PSS Boards, on the upper right-hand button. Click on that, and sign up for the message boards as you can interact with us podcasters, Interact with our nearly 200 members, and hey, you know what? It is 100% free and 100% fun. Because we definitely encourage you to get on board, on on our boards, and join in and have some fun. Now today, on episode one of Brave the Wild, we are going to talk about, well, we're going to talk about the best player on the Minnesota Wild. We're going to talk about Marion Gabrick. Now, is he going to sign here? What's going to happen? Is he going to stick around? Is he going to get traded? Um, well, we're going to find out at least my point of view of this thing, and we're going to talk about We're just mainly going to discuss it as well, as there's just a lot to cover, including Marion Gabrick, and uh, some talk about the youngsters today, and people possibly vying for spots on this team. Um, well, the off-season talk was mostly talked about on Paladino Live already. That was my former show. As uh, I split it up, Timberwolves Explosion and Brave the Wild, as I figured, have a team, uh, show with a one-team identity, and uh, it's more than worth it doing it this way, so you hockey fans can have a show just for you, and that's the way I want it, and I'm sure that's the way you do as well. Now, with that, we are going to take our first real quick break, and then we're going to get into the Marion Gabrick Mania. 
here on the sportstuff.com. We're bursting in blue with Timberwolves Explosion. Timberwolves fans, your show has arrived at last as we bring in a new era with Al Jefferson, Kevin Love, and Mike Miller. We're available on the sportstuff.com and also available on iTunes. Download and listen to in-depth and detailed coverage of your favorite team. Show your true blue and join this explosion of Timberwolves basketball. And we are back here on Brave the Wild, and it is time to talk a little hockey. Now, before that, really quick, I'll just say that was the aforementioned Timberwolves explosion. And, um, well, that's the, the other show, of course, the split up of Paladino Live, the Timberwolves show. So any of you fans out there that like the Wolves and the Wild, join in, give it a check. As, uh, I used to be called Wolves Wild Guy and uh, KFAN, so, of course, these two shows just super exciting for me. It's like a dream come true. But, anyhow, I'll shut up about that, and it's time to talk about Marion Gabrik. As uh, the Minnesota Wild, oh, about a week ago or so, visited Trenchin, Slovakia, the hometown of Marian Gabrik. Electman is what I call him, as he is the electric superstar of this team, and the Wild play in the XL Energy Center. You know, the big, giant electric company. So, hey, he's Electman. And, um, yeah, that's why some of the music in this uh, <laughs> podcast is going to have a little bit of Oh, a little bit of Mega Man sound to it, like Elect Man at the end, but yeah, you'll notice that later. Now, the Minnesota Wild hope to make Marion Gabrick an offer he can't refuse, or at least he won't refuse. So that's the deal right now. Um, there's a little bit of AP sports writer uh, Dave Campbell on Yahoo. Um, Tom Lynn's comment here, he's going to make a decision, and we want him to make that decision with all the information that's out there and not based on any misconceptions or myths. Now, the reason is because, well, here's a little, uh, here's the information here. They shared information about their philosophy and plans. Use statistics to sell the 26-year-old right wing on how he fits the Minnesota system and took time to answer Gabrick's question about the team's strategy and direction. Now, the reason for that is because, well, it's been well known that uh, Jacques Lemaire is a defense-first guy. Now, the neutral zone trap is not necessarily the most wide-open version of hockey. It just flat-out isn't. And um, me and a co-worker the other day had a talk. You know, he's a huge hockey fan. His name is Kyle. Maybe I'll have him on this show sometime if he'd like to be. But, uh, yeah. The Eastern Conference is a lot more open. It's a lot more open brand of hockey in the Eastern Conference. Guys like Ovechkin and, uh, well, uh, once upon a time, Thornton, um, Vincent LeCavier, you know, those guys are out there playing some fantastic hockey, racking up great numbers. Um, Marion Hosa, too, how could I forget? You know, that's Marion Gabrick's best friend. And, uh, of course, the Wild unable to pick him up in the trade deadline and the offseason as he just uh, – well, he wound up on Stanley Cup teams. He went to Pittsburgh last year, and now in the summer, well, that, yeah, now in the summer he's gone to Detroit because he wants to pursue the Cup. I would think Marion and Marion in Minnesota wouldn't hurt too bad. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't our chances wouldn't be too bad? Despite the fact we did lose Brian Ralston and such, but um, yeah, um, 
Gabrick is really curious on to, as to how his numbers would turn out in the Eastern Conference. And you know what? I don't blame him. I really don't. But the Wild are doing everything they can to tell Marion Gabrick that, hey, you know, he is one of the few, I believe it's the five, fifth leading scorer in the last couple of years here in the NHL, in the, in the goal scorer. So, um, so, you know, here's a little bit here. One of their primary objectives was to convince him he still can thrive as a scorer in the more rugged Western Conference with a wild team that has always emphasized defense under Coach Jacques Lemaire. Gabrick has publicly acknowledged in the past he's wondered how productive he could be in a more offensive system. Yep, as I just said, you know. But Lynn argued against that, citing Gabrick's NHL rank in goals per game, fourth, and even strength goals, first since the lockout. First in even strength goals since the lockout. Now, I personally find that hard to believe, but um, anyhow, I'll continue. In the team's view, health is the only barrier to Gabrick becoming a 50-goal scorer. Nagging groin injuries limited him to 65 games in 2005-06 and 48 in 2006-07. Now, that's very, very, very true. But at the same time, you know, I mean, you can't help but to be a little curious. Now, but, yeah, obviously the Wild do have a point. Marion Gabrick finally stayed healthy last year. Finally. Now, here's the next paragraph. Last season, finally, as I said, at full strength, Gabrick, or he, had a career-high 42 goals and 41 assists in 77 games while helping the Wild win their first Northwest Division title, taken with the third overall draft pick eight years ago. Gabrick is the only remaining player from the Minnesota for Minnesota's inaugural season of 2000 and 2001. So, yeah, very much true, very true. There he is, the last remaining guy. And, uh, yeah, it'd be like if the Minnesota Timberwolves wound up with Kevin Garnett in their very first year. That's pretty much what Gabrick is to the wild. Um, both sides have good points here. I mean, hey, you know, I can't blame either side. And uh, it, it's a very tough situation. It's just a matter of how Gabrick thinks at this point. The wild do want him back de- bat desperately. And, uh, yeah, I want him back desperately as a Minnesota Wild fan and, of course, host of this show. Y- you lose Marion Gabrick, you lose Elect, man. You know, you lose the most electrifying player in this team by far, by like absolutely by far. I mean, who would be the identity of this team if Gabrick left? Uh, I mean, the one guy I can name is Miko Koivu, and I, I love him, but he's, he's not the kind of guy that's just going to get everybody up on their feet. It's not going to be quite the same. Uh, it just would not, and it would, oh, I'd be so devastated. There's other talks about... Uh, um, Ron Salsier, that would be Gabrick's agent. Now, he liked the fact that the Wild traveled all the way out to Transylvania to meet with Marion Gabrick for dinner and, uh, you know, a couple days face-to-face. You know, that is pretty cool that they did that. Uh, Salsier's quote is, I have a lot of respect for how they handled that. It was a smart move on their behalf. Very true. Now, Salsier also continues, I don't control what they do. I just represent Marion. He really has no decisions to make. The experience playing for the Minnesota Wild has been great. We have no bones to pick about anything. I really feel that Marion has been treated well and has enjoyed his career there to date. That's a little empty right there, a little bit. Um, what do you mean he has no decisions to make? Yeah, he has a decision to make. <laughs> he's gonna. He's got to. Doesn't he have to decide on where he's gonna play? I would think, right? Uh, Gabrick, by the way, will make 7.5 million in the last three years of his current 
contract, which he signed in 2006. If the two sides don't agree on a length and an amount of money for his next deal over the next month, the Wild might have to trade him. They continue to talk during the season, or can continue to talk during the season, but that's a distraction players and teams always want to avoid. Uh, agreed 110%. And uh, one final quote here from Salsir. As far as the future, it would be all hypo- hypothetical, sorry, <laughs> for me to speculate on what may or may not happen, Salsir said. We're not saying no. We're not saying yes to anything other than living up to our obligation to play this season. Then we'll see. Well, we're happy for you. You know, I mean, yeah, I know you're under contract. I'm, I know, but again, another empty statement, and uh, I guess that's an agent for you. Now, the other con or contract, the other article real quick is, uh, yeah, it, may, it mentions the possibility of Gabrick getting traded in the Pioneer Press. This was by John Shipley of the Pioneer Press, and, um, yeah, he says Marion Gabrick still doesn't know if he wants to sign an extension with the Minnesota Wild or test free agency next July, his agent said Monday. And, uh, yeah, that's no good. But if Gabrick doesn't want the decision, according to Wild Assistant General Manager Tom Lynn, the team would have to consider trading its star right winger. And, yeah, it, they would have to trade him because you got to get something back. If Marion Gabrick walks, we are toast. There's a quote here by Tom Lynn. If he were to indicate he wasn't going to sign, then we'd have to make a decision about whether we'd want to play with that distraction. We would have to weigh the pros and cons, and if that time came and he was not re-signing, then we'd have to decide to trade value, but it's not an automatic. Um, yeah, it's not an automatic, but, man, oh, boy, I just hope and pray to God they can get this done. I really do, as the Wild have to get this guy signed. Um, thankfully, though, history has proven positive in the past with Marion Gabrick. As we've been in this situation before, um, and he has come back and stuck around. You know, we have had this situation before where they're a little bit at, a, you know, a standstill. Uh, the worst ever, of course, 2003-2004, when it was a holdout that lasted well into uh, November. And uh, it was so frustrating. And Gabrick came back that year, was not the same player until about, oh, mid-February. And here's the kicker, or was it mid-January, I guess. Uh, the kicker, though, for that was, you know what made Gabrick finally, you know, improve his play and his timing and all that good stuff? A hip injury. Yes, a hip injury. As uh, I, I still remember that very well. I remember when Gabrick went out with a that hip injury, and they said he'd be out about a week or two. And I told Mike, my friend Mike, um, that, hey, this actually could be a good thing because now he could sit down and, uh, you know, sit down and clear his head and then come back anew. And guess what? He did. So it's <laughs> pretty much what happened that year. And, um, yeah, I don't see a holdout happening, that's for sure. No, I mean, they do plan on playing out the season. He is under contract. He can't hold out, so really – so whatever there, uh, they got to get this thing done, though. Absolutely, there's no doubt about it. Uh, they could be looking at, oh, $8.5 million a year, something around that range. That's pretty much what a lot of the talk is across the National Hockey League. And um, that's about what I'd expect as well, which would make him by far the highest-paid player on the team. Uh, right now, I'm not even sure who is the second-highest-paid player. I, <laughs> 
I think it, oh God, I think it's Kim Janssen. Yeah, it is. He's making about, about three and a half or so. I don't get that. It was a 3.7, even worse. Is, uh, yeah, that signing at the time, it looked good, but mm, that one hasn't worked out at all, in my opinion. Some of you may disagree with me on that, and that's your opinion, but I'm unhappy with him right now, if you want that deal. Uh, here's another Celsius quote, another empty thing, I think. Uh, Celsius says, he's not even thinking about it. He's focused on coming in and having a great season. If you start talking about next year, I think you're getting ahead of yourself. We're not going to deny anything. The Wild wants to explore. We're certainly willing to listen. But at this point, it's hypothetical because I haven't heard from them. Mm. Well, that's not good. I would think they would have called, wouldn't they? By now. Now we got Lynn here. We felt really good about the hockey part, Lynn said. We conveyed that we wanted to con- what we wanted to convey and made points where we wanted to. We didn't talk contract at all. We didn't want to. That was all about hockey, or this was all about hockey. And, yeah, all right. So they actually haven't even talked contract yet. They're just talking, they're just trying to make sure Gabrick is happy with uh, the direction of the team and the direct, the, the strategy, the coaching strategy. All righty then. Uh, some closing quotes here. Salshir again. They were very respectful and shared information with him about himself and the organization and their vision. Talking contract, Lynn said, it's, I mean, is the next part of the process. Well, let's get a yup, guys. Let's get a yup. Let's get this son of a gun signed. We need him badly. Uh, of course, Gabbard could not be reached for comment, but Salsier called the meeting a very intelligent move on the Wilds' behalf. Yeah. I mean, at least Salsher and Gabrick are happy with what's going on. Uh, nothing from Gabrick yet, no information, no quotes, so that's just where we're at right now. Thankfully, we have about, oh, about a month to training camp. I think it starts around, man, they just keep pushing it back and pushing it back and pushing it back every year, unfortunately, whereas the Wolves, you know, they keep coming, they keep pushing it earlier and earlier, and the Wild keep pushing it later, so it's getting kind of crazy. Maybe someday they'll be on the same day of the week, you know, <laughs> or the same week or so, training camps will start. Uh, we're looking at about a, what, about a September 18th start, September 15th start for the Minnesota Wild training camp. It seems like it changes all the time, but yeah, that's pretty much where we stand right now. And of course, the preseason schedule starts um, on the 24th. It's Wednesday the 24th against the Columbus Blue Jackets in the X, the XL Energy Center at 7 p.m., so Good stuff. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, we're looking at a month away from literally right, right on the on the on the button, a month away from training camp, or not training camp. Uh, preseason is training camp starts. Yeah, about about the 18th or so of September. So the wait continues. I can't wait. I'm sure you can't either. But with that, um, we're just gonna have to stew over what's gonna happen with Marion Gabrick for a while, I guess. Ah, get her done, guys. That's all I got to say. With that, we'll be right back, and we're going to talk about the youngsters on this squad. Here on thesportstuff.com, get on board the Viking ship with Purple Mafia. We will talk about the new Purple People Eaters and the best running back in the NFL, Adrian Peterson. This team is ready to make a move forward. Purple Mafia is available on thesportstuff.com. 
along with iTunes and Mediafly. Simply download and listen to the most honest and passionate Vikings coverage. And we are back on Brave the Wild. And we have returned to talk some hockey, guys. We'll talk some hockey, guys. Uh, there is no doubt. So there's a little Jacques Lemaire for you. Um, well, Mark Parrish is gone, as you know. He is gone because of the waiver and getting bought out and all that good stuff. Well, of course, he did not clear waivers, so he was bought out. Uh, so now there is one roster spot open. Uh, I remember when they were talking about there's a roster spot open, and then all of a sudden, boom, Owen Nolan is signed. Yeah, they were talking about, oh, we want to go, we want to give a youngster a chance, maybe even two youngsters a chance to make a spot. Well, Benoit Pouliot's going to eat up one of those for sure, as they've said. And, uh, you know, with Owen Nolan signed, it's like, what the heck? And then, of course, they release Mark Parrish. So now there is a spot open, and there's, uh, in my opinion, three guys vying for that spot. Their names are Cal Clutterbuck. Colton Gillies, a former first-round pick, I believe 2007. Yes, 2007. Sorry, I'm a little little out of it. No, no, I'm not out of it. I'll be just fine. Now, and Peter Kalis, acquired from um, Boston in the trade, the Manny Fernandez deal. I really enjoyed that trade. And uh, I was actually surprised Kalis did not make the team last year. Uh, Gillies, of course, a pretty large guy, six foot four, one eighty nine. Kalis, six foot one, two hundred one. Clutterback actually weighs the most, but is the shortest, 5'11", 213. Um, yeah, I guess it's up for grabs. Danny Ehrman last year, I would have liked to see him have a shot, but I mean, hey, he's going to have his chance to, you know, make an impression. Of course, he's going to be here in training camp, but I'm not too uh, optimistic at this point with, with Danny Ehrman, the former Gopher hockey player who was a third-round pick by the Minnesota Wild, uh, very disappointing year last year with the Houston Arrows. Very disappointing, in my opinion. Um, as don't you just hate the uh, when, don't you just hate it when the career minor leaguers that are about oh you know they're twenty eight, twenty nine year old guys like Joel Ward are leading your team in scoring instead of the young prospects. It just drives me nuts. Uh, Eric Reitz, Eric Reitz, I said his name wrong forever. He's a guy I've been watching forever. The defenseman. He is finally going to be on the Wild. Finally, at least starting out the season. Uh, is he, in 49 games, he had 34 points last year. That was just awesome. A plus 11. Fantastic with Houston last season. Um, but really, it's just all these career minor leaguers. Adrian Foster, Joel Ward, Ryan Hamilton were all the other leaders. Eric Reitz, the fourth leading scorer on the team in only 49 games, by the way. That's pretty darn good. Uh, Cal Clutterbuck in 73 games at 24 points. 11 goals, 13 assists. Benoit Puglia in only 46 games at 24 points. So, Finally going to be on the wild. Uh, Danny Ehrman, though, in 77 games, only had 23 points. 10 goals, 13 assists in that time. Uh, not so great. Peter Kalis, 18 points in 58 games. You know, 8 goals, 10 assists. Eh, you know, none of them really superly stand out yet. Uh, <laughs> to me, uh, well, Jilly's in very short time. See, this is what's got me very excited. Now look at Jilly's numbers when they the Wild got him in because they got him signed up, uh, donning the number 18 for the or the Orioles the <laughs> the Arrows sorry. In only 11 games he had eight points guys eight points, eight. 
That was with one goal and seven assists. So uh, Julie's, to me, absolutely, that's exciting. It's a first-round pick uh, playing like one right there. Um, I, I'm i going to list him as the favorite coming in. If, if, he, if momentum can carry into next year, if he is really as good as he's appearing in that short span there, hey, that's pretty exciting stuff. I'm very excited to see how he does. Clayton Stoner, that's one of the defensemen uh, prospects, kind of a you know a pretty big dude. He had 15 points in 56 games last year. He's a guy to keep up with. Um, yeah, I'm not optimistic about Ehrman at all, and I really wish I could be. Peter Olevki finally uh, doing something. 33 points in 61 games. That was with 17 goals and 16 assists. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. That's pretty much where we stand with the youngsters right now. And, of course, those are the guys to watch. Uh, yeah, definitely keep an eye on Olevki, Clutterbeck, Ehrman, uh, Jillies, Stoner, just because maybe, you know, and Kalis. Kalis, of course. But, yeah, Jillies is a guy. Uh, yeah, definitely I'm excited. I can't wait to see what he does. As uh, We all know what happened with James Shepard two years ago. Or no, last year. Excuse me, I'm not with it again. <laughs> James Shepard last year, looking real good, looked really good, made the team, and bam, you know he he almost made the team two years ago as a uh, as a rookie. Unbelievable. So Colton Jillies, hopefully it's the same situation. Only one year, only one year out of the NHL, and bam, in the pros right away. Could happen. It could happen, folks. Just like they say with the Powerball, it could. So yeah, definitely. Something to be excited about there. Other than that, mm, not really top-heavy on this team yet. You know, there isn't really many big-time prospects in, in Houston like there used to be, like the Koivus and Bouchards and stuff like that. Uh, well, Bouchard was only in <laughs> Houston during the, uh, you know, the lockout year, but still he was there at some point. Koivu, we all know that took forever because he was uh, in the in the Army over there in Sweden, so... That's just the way that goes, and of course, you know, he wasn't NHL ready right off the bat. Not everybody is. So with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to have one final segment. What's up, listeners? This is Farzine. I am the host of the Chiefs End Zone Show right here on thesportsstuff.com, where we cover the Kansas City Chiefs, give our opinions, and go deep inside with the Kansas City Chiefs right here only on the sportsstuff.com. We encourage you Chiefs fans, you loud Chiefs fans out there to get on the show, voice your opinions, get on our boards and talk with us. All listeners including Bronco fans are allowed in our show. So be sure you check out the Chiefs End Zone show right here on the sportsstuff.com with me, your host Farzine. And we are back here on Brave the Wild. And it is time to get in to the final segment. And this one is going to be in, going to ask for your involvement on the sportsstuff.com message board. So it is time to get involved as that is the slogan here on the sportsstuff.com. Also, well, this show will be on iTunes at some point. Probably not right off the bat because of course Timberwolves Explosion is still not up. On iTunes, it, it takes time, and that's just the way it goes, because iTunes is kind of slow, and, uh, well, Dylan was having some computer problems. That's our executive producer on thesportstuff.com. Does a good job. He's got a lot of shows to uh, keep up with, so uh, definitely 
don't blame him there. Things do take time. Now, real quick, the poll, again, goes back to the whole Marion Gabrick situation. You have four choices. Now, the question is, what will happen with Marion Gabrick? But, yeah, first of all, on the Sports Stuff boards, go to the podcast section and the Brave the Wild section. It is the very first poll ever for Brave the Wild. Of course, this is the very first show for Brave the Wild. The question is, what will happen with Marion Gabrick? The selections are, one, Gabrick will sign long-term before the season. Two, Gabrick will sign long-term during the season. Three, Gabrick will wait out the season (laughs) and sign next summer at the last second. And four, the Wild will be left with no choice but to trade Gabrick, realizing he wants out. And um, I did not put anything about uh, Gabrick will walk you know he's going to play he's going to play out the season and walk because that's just not going to happen. He will be traded if it comes to that. If the Wild believe he will be traded, they believe, you know, or that he's not going to come back. He will be he will be gone. Unless they're absolutely convinced he's going to come back. Um yeah, that's the third choice. <laughs> so do get involved, vote and vote away. I want to hear your opinion. Um there is no call-in line right now on the sportsstuff.com, but there will be soon as Dylan is pursuing a 800 number as the whole Skype thing wasn't working out, I guess, for a while there. Uh, looking for some better deals and uh, good programs here on the sportsstuff.com. We'll have that up and ready. But do post on the message board for Brave the Wild and the Minnesota Wild board. You will get on air. You're, you will get mentioned. Of course, Steelers Girl has been a very good uh, contributor to Wild Talk in the past, and uh, yeah, always thank her for that and encourage her to continue to do that here for Brave the Wild. Now I also, now I want to thank you as it's time to conclude this show for this week, and hopefully the next time I come on here, Marion Gabrick will be back long term, hopefully a five-year deal. It's always those little three-year deals and always two years in, well, we got to sign him, we got to sign him, we got to sign him, and we got to we got to chew on our uh, on our <laughs> fingernails, you know, for 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 weeks and months on end, hoping he's going to stick around. You know, he's not going to take off for the Tampa Bay Lightning or something, or the who knows, you know, the Ottawa Senators when Marion Hosa was there. But uh, yeah, that's where we are right now. We're going to just have to find out where things go. But with that, I'm going to wish all of you a good week, and we'll talk to you soon. Go wild! Brave the Wild will be back soon. Take care.